welcome back to another edition of the Podman. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. And I'm Podman Ron. And we're back together. A little bit of an absence there because, uh, uh, one, we had a hard time getting uh, schedules to line up, and two, there's not a whole lot going on in the nerd world nowadays. There's yeah. not. We're, we're, uh, surprisingly, we have been busier than the nerd world. So. <laughs> and what, is that, what does that tell you? We're all just grow, growing up you. a little bit. I feel past grown. <laughs> we're, we're all just old. Uh, but we do have some TV shows building up to, uh, I guess, uh, uh, Doctor Strange 2 is the next movie coming out. Uh, but in the meantime, we've got uh, some TV shows that we, we certainly can talk about. Uh, let's just head over real quick to the newsroom. And Brian, I know you normally keep us up to, to date on the news. Today, uh, we had a little bit of news, casting news, uh, for Fast, uh, Fast 10, Fast 10, your seatbelt. Uh, and one of, uh, one of the uh, most divisive actors of the Marvel Universe now joins the Fast and Furious Universe. Yeah. Tell us yeah. who this is. Brie Larson uh, is signed to be in Fast 10. Your seatbelts, which <laughs> yeah, I, that's I, not the name of this only, of this movie. Like the Universal's one. completely lost <laughs> touch. So. I think I'm the only one that likes Brie Larson. Ooh. It may you may you may I'm, be you may I be the only I'm person. Very, you know, it, honestly, I did not like Captain Marvel when it first came out, but it's grown on me, and her wow. performance has grown on. Me. Really? How many times have you watched it? You think? Two times. <laughs> wow, so that second time really walloped you. I'm really messed up. Really? She really impressed you that second time around. Well, if I recall, uh, Pod Mini Jacob actually kind of liked Captain Marvel as well. Is that right? I don't remember. Uh, maybe you blocked it out, but I think that's a true statement. It may be a true. I'll, I'll, I'll find that's out. That's true. Brian will go oh. slapping out of them. Yeah, you may be in yeah. denial on that one, Brian. Come here. Come here, boy. No, I, I mean, she's. I mean, she's she's kind of a hard uh, pill to swallow outside of the movies when she does her little press tours. But I don't know. Well, I, that's what I, I, I performance. That's what I said in the in the in the chat in the five man chat. I wonder how long it's going to be before she uh, starts claiming she's the fastest and the furious <laughs> she, of the class. She's of the, the best of them all. I've always been fast and furious. I'm way faster than Vin Diesel. Uh, and Vin Diesel has taken to Twitter posting about how funny she is and fun she is and everything. So it uh, sounds like it's uh, a match made in heaven. I've never uh, thought of Brie Larson as funny or fun. So, <laughs> What are the odds that she's just going to take the rocks part? Yeah, she could probably Sweet. do it. Eh, it's not that hard. <laughs> Leslie Hobbs. Not that, big, not that big of a uh, change. Maybe maybe he gets a uh, a sex change, and it's Brie Larson. There you go. This character. They're trying to bring him in to open up a new audience, you know, diversity and all. They kill him in some humiliating way. <laughs> uh, speaking of humiliation, what else do we have out there? Not Again, not a whole lot There's going on anywhere. Little bit. Ron's we got, got uh, Picard season three, and we'll talk about Picard uh, later on in that episode. Mm-hmm. But Picard season three is going to be a next generation reunion. They're bringing back foreseeably everyone but Wesley, which is kind of 
Why would you not bring Wesley would be the one I'd want to know where the fuck happened to. No? I mean, out of all those chumps. Is it just to really rub people the wrong way? I guess he did because, I mean, I could, I mean, we kind of saw what most everybody's doing. So what, I'd like to see what happened to Wesley. You know, last time, other than the wedding in that last Nemesis movie, the last time you saw him, he went off with the Traveler to explore worlds and yeah. be, I don't know, be with that pedophile Traveler guy, so... Yeah, and Beverly Crusher's going to be in it, so so we're not getting uh, Pulaski. We're not getting... Uh, Isn't uh, she dead, though? Didn't Pulaski die in real life, or no? Probably. <laughs> but Pulaski, we're not getting, we're not getting uh, um, Wesley Crusher. And, and, or uh, we're also not getting... Um, what's his face? Uh, the guy that always... The Scotty. What was his name? Col... Uh, Colmini? Yeah, Colmini. What was his name? On the show. Oh, O'Brien. O'Brien, yeah, and we're not getting. This is the one I want to know what happened to is uh, Reg Barkley. Oh, we're not. Uh, yeah. We're not getting Barkley. Oh, All right. on, I'm trying to find Pulaski. Is that kind of the sign right, of so, a desperate? Yeah, so we got that little bit of news. Is that the sign of a desperate Picard that they're like, uh, we need to get people to watch this thing? Why don't we bring back uh, the whole cast? I mean, is yeah. this their their desperate move here? I'm sure it is. Trying to relate. Pulaski is still alive, but she's 83 years old, so... Yeah. Yeah. What They'd TV show, Podman Ron, would have done that? What's that? What's that? I'm sorry. I was brought, brought back uh, the or- original cast, like a spinoff that brings back an original cast as a the very special hazard. episode. Who would have... The, the hazard. You know, they get rid of, you know, they got rid of uh, Bo and Duke, and then uh, Bo and Luke, and then... Frazier did. Coy and Vance and they had to bring uh, Frazier, Frazier re- revisited the bar, maybe? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. well, they didn't go to the bar because I guess, you know, it was too expensive to recreate the bar. But what <laughs> they did was they had a, like, they had a reunion at a hotel. They happened to all be at the same, oh, it was Cliff's retirement party. That's it. Why did I remember that? Cliff was retiring as a postman, and uh, Frazier went to the retirement party in Boston and ran into... Everybody, you know, most everybody. All right. <laughs> so this is their Frasier moment, trying to trying to bring it all back home. Trying to bring it back. Yeah, well, good good for them. Good for them. We well, got uh, which I don't uh, mind because I mean, you kind of wonder. I mean, it's Picard's last season. What I would like to see, they won't do it because they haven't done anything. I would like to see on this fucking show. Um, Damn do where the the old crew gets together. Yeah, uh, kind of like it does a, does a Star Trek three, you know, search of Spock that they, you know, take a ship out. They go renegade. They go renegade ah. with the old, and uh, the old crew kind of pulls together to help Picard on this last ditch effort. And uh, that's what I'd like to say. I think that would be a cool send off for the show. I, here's my pitch: they're all in a retirement community, <laughs> and, so, and a mystery I, happens. I, Joke. And, well, and a uh, an alien egg lands in the community pool. <laughs> oh, there you and go. we just do a straight off rip off of Cocoon. Yeah, they all feel young all of a sudden. Picard could be the uh, the Wilford Brimley. Riker could be the Don Amici. <laughs> we just need a Gutenberg. Yeah, you know we, just, we need a Gutenberg. That's West. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, Wesley uh, Crusher. Wesley Snipes. He's the Gutenberg. 
if these idiots would have been smart who wrote Picard or who created Picard, they would have de-aged Picard last season. They had a great opportunity to do it. I mean, it, it was like teed up for them to de-age him, cast a young actor, and then you got the, the character of Picard and he's young again, and it makes kind of sense why he's young again, and you could have several seasons and put them off, spin them off in other shows. But You could have young Picard, like we've got uh, <laughs> young, Rock, young Rock, young Sheldon. Young Sheldon, Young Rock, Young yeah. Picard. Yeah, but, I mean, but it made no sense how they just, oh, well, we, we aged you back to where you were. I would have wanted to age him back to, like, when he was, like, 12, but he's still <laughs> bald. <laughs> he's still old. He still has no hair. He, like, uh, he's the season one Picard where he still has the fringe around the side when oh. he st- before he completely gave up. I, I want to cover something, but go ahead and finish your news out, Brian. Right, it- a couple other things real quickly. Uh, IGN has given the first review of uh, uh, Secrets of Dumbledore. The uh, Did you guys see what it is? What is the secret? No. Uh, it's gotten a four. A four out of, what? Out of 100? No, out of 10. So not looking great uh, for uh, the, the Harry, the Harry, Potter. Harry Potter verse needs to just go away, right? Well, the- that was a terrible God. The, that whole Fantastic Beast stuff was just awful. It's, none of it's been good. None of it's got any traction whatsoever. I can't even believe they made a third one. Well, it's Warner Brothers signed off on this. They're like, ah, she can, you know, she's the goose that laid the golden egg. She can do no wrong. She's writing them as we're, we're not going to do the books. It doesn't she's help. write the movies. Yeah, it doesn't help that she shit the bed with all that transgender shit that you know she spoke out against and everybody hates her now so that's not help when everybody hates her and then uh, finally uh we may be getting a new flash Uh oh (laughs) another new this right poor poor grant gustin's just waiting yeah poor grant gustin's just waiting the wings pmr have you heard this yeah, I have. I'm, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, Thank God. Ezra Milder's uh, once again in trouble with the uh, with the law. Starting a fight so with they, a girl. Yeah, yeah, and he got drunk, disorderly conduct, got into a fight. You know, this is now, but you know, April two thousand twenty, he is when he choked the uh, the the lady inside of a Costco. Yeah, like, but did he do something like last year or something where he took a fan and he? Uh, they got video of it. it he, yeah, he's just, he played it off as a joke later on. But no, that was when he choked the lady. Is that Costa. the same person? Okay. Yeah, that's the video. Oh, dude, man, it's like uh, that wasn't played out. You know, that was. He was yeah, he was like, oh, it was just fine. a joke. We were just play <laughs> fighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now Warner Brothers. Uh, the rumor is Warner Brothers is uh, they're canceling him. They're uh, they're canceling him. Uh, they're uh, um, suspending or postponing all of his future projects, and there there was some sort of summit r- rumored that they're discussing what to do to go forward. So now everyone's playing, and they all want get Grant Gustin to take over the role of Flash well, in the movies. You may want to update that, because I think I had heard somewhere that they came out of their summit and said, we're standing by whatever the fuck his name is. So, yeah, I think they, Warner Brothers, you might want to update it and Google it, but they... I think someone said that they're standing by them. And- well, no, I heard that there's disputes as to whether there was a summit, but I've never right, heard right. anyone say. Let's see. 
I mean, it's not like Grant, all Grant Gustin ever does is cry. So, I mean, I, I just <laughs> find somebody else and splash all together. You got, you got a, you got a weirdo, and then you got a guy who cries all the time. Can we just get a real man just to fucking? <laughs> That's what Flash needs is a real man. You're right. He's Podman Ron's right about that. After he just spoke out about a J.K. Rowling. Yeah. What? PMR <laughs> slides down the same slippery slope. Like that, I'm not against transgenders like her. I'm just saying, I just, I don't want a man that fucking cries all the time. I don't want a flash that's crying. No. Or a wacky goofball like Ezra Miller, whatever the fuck his name is. So, what'd you find out? Uh, nothing. They haven't come out and said they stand by their actor. All that's been said was they're disputing whether there was a, actually an emergency meeting held. Well, so. but I mean, they, Flash is already in the bag, isn't it? So they might as well just put that out and let it go. Yeah, but it's pushed till next year, so you could. Uh, you could, yeah. If you wanted to, you could go in at the end. You could have his Flash get killed. Suddenly, yeah, or suddenly it's Grant Gustin. <laughs> what movie they did that with where they uh, canceled uh, Kevin Spacey and inserted somebody else like in the last two weeks before it opened or something? Yeah, it yeah. was, uh, oh, man, what was that movie? But uh, they got rid of him and then refilmed all of his parts with Max von Sydow, Yeah. <laughs> which is actually a better actor. Like, <laughs> so. But, uh, yeah. That, well, no one's that, going to see The Flash anyway for The Flash. They're going to see it because Michael Keaton Batman. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, that's the only reason that movie's going to make any money. Just because of Batman. Yeah, I think Everybody yeah. loves Batman. There's also a rumor going around that um, uh, in The Flash movie, it's going to retcon and there's going to be things like Superman doesn't become Superman something happens to where Henry Cavill Superman never makes it to Earth. Right. And sure. so that's gonna <clears throat> he's gonna he's gonna get bumped off the path by uh, by uh, <laughs> a Supergirl's uh, shuttle. But yeah, so <laughs> so that it's gonna retcon and that's why you're gonna have these other characters because uh, either Eobard Thawne kills him or as a baby or or he gets diverted from Earth and or whatever, but Superman never makes it to Earth. That's the rumor. Why not? It sounds good. And DC just wants to just fuck up everything, don't they? It's fuck so it up, people. Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, nothing else that's, news-wise, is there? Yeah, yeah. Again, very, very slow. And that's like a week worth of news. We, we really that's haven't too talked much, about yeah. We haven't really talked about the slap heard around the world. I mean, no one cares about <laughs> that anymore, I don't think, do they? We, no, does anyone what? need our opinion at this point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fill us in on what happened. <laughs> if you've been in a uh, a nuclear fallout shelter for the past 20 years and you have not and you've missed the past 2 weeks. I got to say that if I ever bitch slap somebody, I hope I do it as cool looking as Will Smith did. That man just like was so smooth the way he bitch slapped the Chris Rock and just kind of Smoothly turned kind of, up. Yeah, straightened oh, up his oh. jacket and got <laughs> moseyed on out. Looks sharp as fuck, man. Right. I was like, God damn, man. That, that's the smoothest bitch slap I've ever seen. Uh, Podman Ryan so admires so was. But you've always stood by Will Smith, though, right? Yeah, I'm always like that Will Smith. And, I mean, gotta, gotta give the man credit. Yeah. It's funny. When, when 
PMR used to be the huge, uh, huge Eddie Murphy fan. PMR and, and, and his mother, they would always go opening day to the Eddie Murphy movie, whatever it was. And then sometime along Pluto Nash. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy lost his his uh, his shine. And his Will Smith is the one that filled in that void. He did. Will Smith was my Will Smith was my rock back then. Now the Rock's your rock. Now the Rock. Well, I don't know. Now you hate the Rock. Now John Cena's your rock. I do like John Cena now. John Cena stepped up to where the Rock's. You know, the Rock just posts too much. I'm sick of seeing <laughs> well, if you I think the clear. Rock's posts uh, are. <laughs> Like, read some of John Cena's. <laughs> John Cena's are, are, are every bit as, as vapid as, as The Rock's post. Like, you need to go follow the go follow John Cena for a while. Like, he's just, he's basically just copying The Rock's uh, um, formula to, you know, to the T, so. Oh, he is so fucking annoying. Uh, well, speaking I, of, uh, I think all celebrities are though. I think this is what you're just finally coming to grips with, Podman. Yeah, they live in a bubble. I mean, that's the whole thing. They live in a bubble where everybody just validates their opinion all the time, and so they think that that they've got the right of the world, and and everybody wants to hear what they have to say because the people that are on their payroll do. Yeah, Podman Ron's just jealous. He doesn't have that kind of power. <laughs> that's yeah. what he wants. People so, just to blatantly agree with them. You're right, Podman, Ron. You're right. 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 Here's my tequila. Look at my tequila. This is my tequila this week. Tequila <laughs> PMR's tequila. PMR tequila. Yeah. God damn, that dude posts that tequila shit every time. I don't even want to buy it now because he posts it so fucking much. <laughs> Who is this, The Rock? Yeah, The Rock. Oh, God okay. damn. So, so well, I went down a hole on Instagram. I, I want to see if either one of you have heard of this fucking little kid. It's driving me up the goddamn wall now because it's all in my Instagram all of a sudden. <laughs> have you ever seen this kid called Hasbula? Hasbula? No. He's like a little weird little Russian kid that he has the face of an old man, dresses like an old man, and like constantly hits people. Oh, okay. Here, I'm going to send you a picture of this little fucker. All right. Yeah, I'm not going to go looking for him. I'm going to look for him. And watch some of his videos. He, it's just the weirdest goddamn shit. It's like they, they make this little kid go, I mean, they dress him like a, a little adult. He wears like a little beanie hat like Jughead wears. He's probably about four or five years old, and he he's funny looking. He's, he's funny looking. He ain't funny right. looking. He, he wears a shirt with his little fucking little uh, cartoon face on it. And he's, he wears a man's Rolex watch, and... Uh, and he's, got, he's 19 years old. Okay. He's what? He's 19 years old. He is not. He Come is. That Come fucker is years old. <laughs> Look it up. You're fucking crazy. If that kid's 19 years old, no, there's no fucking way. Well, I don't want to tell you. But it's <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> well, it, it didn't take me long to find it. I don't know how you find this. What's your source? That kid's 19. There's no way that kid's 19 years old. What's wrong with him? Well, now he could be. There, I've sent him in the group I chat. see you. Yeah, he looks great. Hezbollah. Uh, so does he have some sort of kidney disorder like Gary yeah, Coleman, you think? Like the, I mean, what is it? Hang on. He is, is he really 19? 
Yeah, he's got the growth hormone deficiency, a disorder that occurs when a pituitary gland in the brain does not produce enough growth hormone. Oh, man, that's fucked up. I thought he was just a kid they were exploiting. But no, he's a 19-year-old that they're exploiting. (laughs) (laughs) If he's he's, uh, reached the age of majority, they're not really exploiting him. Yeah, he's probably making some money. I don't know. He acts, and then he's mentally acting, like, he acts like a four-year-old. That's what's even more disturbing about all this. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so you got so problems, what, is what you're saying. You ever, did you not watch Different Strokes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Gary Coleman didn't act like he was, you know, mentally challenged, see? Yeah, he acted like he was 12 when he was, like, 25. Well, yeah. Sit on Mr. Drummond's lap all the time, but he, he didn't want to. He did sit on Mr. Drummond. And he was well old enough not to get locked in that bike shop. Yeah, he could have gotten himself out of that bike shop. <laughs> I mean, he was 22, the actor was, but he was playing an 11 year old. I mean, come on. Well, so. um, all right. Well, I sent you a picture of uh, Vin Diesel and Brie Larson laughing it up. Anyway, uh, let's move on to. Uh, another thing that happened. Did uh, y'all look at some Hasbula fan? Uh, no, I'm not going to look at some of those videos. Sucked into that shit. No. In, in, yes, we watched a video while we were talking. <laughs> uh. It's good stuff. You know, we didn't watch a video. We've been talking to you. Oh my god! All right. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, let's make a quick. Uh, Brad, can you just play the? While we watch them, Estelle Harris, known for her role on Seinfeld, has died. I know this is going to shock some of our listeners that she died a month ago. Uh, Mrs. Costanza, we haven't talked about that. This is our catching up of the news. We lost you, Brad. We lost you for about a minute and a half. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, Estelle Harris died from Seinfeld fame died at 93 about a month ago uh, for any listeners who are a little bit lagging on the news. I feel like we're talking over each other. <laughs> are we? Can you yeah. hear me at all? I can yeah. hear you. Okay, oh, okay, I can hear you. All right. Well, anyway, she's dead. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> we got to go back. Man, we are really out to of sync. To Hezbollah? God, we are so out of sync. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Can, Brian, can you hear Podman Ron? I can hear him. I don't know that he can hear us. I, don't I think can he... hear it, though. I just feel like we're all talking over each other. <laughs> no, no. Brian, do you f- hear that people are talking over each other? No, I do not, Brad. I don't either. Okay. Are you, we we cannot just overpass Estelle Getty or whatever the fuck her name was. <laughs> I'm trying to get us to Estelle Getty. You keep talking about people talking is, over. But... I know. I want us to go talk, uh, give her a proper send off because <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> she was like one of the best parts of Seinfeld. All right, let's talk about Estelle Getty. She died at ninety ninety two. Estelle Getty died about fifteen years ago. Oh, who was this one? <laughs> the much respected Estelle Harris. Okay. Ah. Oh, okay. But, uh, that's what I meant. Y'all I know what I meant. Yeah, we yeah. know. All your fans. Yeah. All your Estelle fans. Getty died. July twenty second, two thousand and eight. Who did? Still Gaddy. Do y'all see? Uh, let's see. I think I've lost y'all. <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, you can hear everything fine, Brian. I can hear everything fine, but I'm also not 
in a woodshed 30 feet from my, or, you know, 80 feet from my router. Oh, wait a minute now. <laughs> All right, oh. so, uh, George Costanza's mother, what was her name? Estelle Est- Harris. No, I, what was the character's name? Oh, uh, Morty Sein no Morty Seinfeld. Yeah, well, sir, I can't remember her first name. What was uh, Mr. Costanza's first name? No, she was just Estelle Costanza. They used her first name. Okay. Podman Ron, what was uh, George's father's first name? Frank Frank Costanza. Frank Costanza. Okay, very good. All right, what I mean, yeah, she was one of the best parts of the show, without a doubt. Um, uh, there you go, Podman Ron. Any other passing words? Nope, I liked her a lot. She's <laughs> All right, well, that is a... That was the a, proper send-off, <laughs> that, That's the proper send-off. <laughs> I'm going to get her, wrong, her name wrong seven or eight times, and then I'm just going to say, nope, she was good. Nope, I got nothing else to add. I mean, you covered it. <laughs> yeah, covered it pretty well. Excellent. Uh, another person who died is someone from the TV show It's a Living. Uh, but let's not talk about her. All right. Let's, uh, do you have any more deaths, Podman Ron? No, I think that's it. All right. Hey, uh, what's the, uh, what's the uh, George Perez watch going uh, nowadays? Uh, have, uh, no, no. I don't want him to die. I, I want to know when he dies. Have, has anybody heard any updates on his health? The only update recently is he was going to do a big CGC signing, yeah, uh, and it was right before he went into hospice. And so uh, people sent in all their books. Uh-oh. I mean, he was it was going to be a big signing, and CGC it's it's a big deal. Like you've got to send it in, you've got to send it FedEx, you have to send it trackable, you've got to package it well to make sure it doesn't get damaged or anything. They have to like sign them in. They have to make sure they don't get them mixed up because it's all grading. Right, you know, and everything. So it's, it's all got to be certified and graded, and, 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 and uh, it's almost like, you know, uh, uh, the vault where they keep the the Oscar statues. It's like that kind of security level. And then people will send them in and say, "Well, I want them to get it cleaned and pressed," We're and it goes to a different area. Yeah. So it's this huge machine in order to grade these books. Everybody sent their books in, and then he canceled. Uh-oh. So CGC had to send all that stuff back, and they had to make sure everything got back. They are not Um, happy with George Perez, it doesn't sound like. Yeah, so, I mean, it was a giant cluster. It was a giant cluster. But the thing, the the fact that he couldn't just sign books. I mean, granted, there's probably a few thousand books. Yeah, fuck those people. What, PR? I said, fuck those people. You know what? I mean, the man's dying of cancer. My God. I'm not saying that. Why? But he committed to it just a few weeks before. Like, they announced it in January. Um, and they canceled it in like late February. So I mean, it was it was like the fact that he agreed to it and it had to cancel so quickly was yeah. probably a pretty big sign that it it ain't you know it's, no, it's advancing I, quickly. In all honesty, uh, they they showed a picture of him probably about a week and a half ago, and uh, yeah, he looks terrible. I mean, it looks he they showed him with that that book and. Uh, it didn't look good at all. So I, I would say, I'd say this month sometimes. Wow. Which I, yeah, I, it's horrible. Oh. So, 
All right. Well, I, I hope that you uh, give him a fine bidding farewell, just like you did Estelle Getty. Yeah. Just, I hope he rates. <laughs> I hope you remember his name. The same send off that Estelle <laughs> Harris rated. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit in a bar all day and just drink and read my comic books at a bar. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds depressing. <laughs> that sounds sad. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> now that we've been talking for 30 minutes about nothing. So let's go. Let's talk about something important here. All right. In the TV land, we've got a lot of TV shows. We have Moon Knight. We have Picard. We have another Star Trek show. What? Uh, <laughs> and uh, another Star Trek show? Yeah, another Star Trek show. We have uh, Severance. Anybody watching Severance? I've not started it yet. Yeah, watching Severance. What about the out? I'm getting all my stuff out of the way. What about the Outlaws on Amazon Prime? Has, have you heard about this? No, oh, not. Pretty good. All right. Christopher Walken, <laughs> Stephen Merchant. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. Now that my stuff's out of the way, uh, let's go over to Moon Knight. I've seen Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight, uh, again, we're... And I want to hear Brad's opinion. Brad never sees anything, so it's, it's nice to have Brad's opinion every once in a while. Yeah, this is, uh, this is not my Moon Knight, as we already established. And I think I'm going to keep with that theme, it's not my Moon Knight. Uh, the first episode I thought was interesting and kind of... You know, I was enticed to watch the second episode. Second episode, maybe not so much. So anyway, uh, as fans of Moon Knight know, he's got multiple personalities, all this kind of stuff. And certainly, uh, since he was created in the late 70s, early 80s, whatever it was. Mid-70s. Mid-70s. And uh, came to popularity in the 80s. And has gone through a couple of reincarnations, if I can throw that in there, over the years. Um, and I guess this is this character that they have in uh, the the Disney Plus series of Moon Knight is a little bit of uh, more of the the newer type stuff. It has uh, Khonshu, that the the god of the moon, Egyptian god of the moon, plays heavily into the Egyptian artifacts and all that stuff. So much so that the um, and you guys tell me that again in the eighties the the uh, alter ego of Moon Knight. Was one of them? He was a rich playboy millionaire with lots of gadgets. One of them, he was a cab driver. One of them, he was a mercenary, and then one of them, he was Moon Knight. Uh, right. Was he like that? Is he like that in today's modern comics? Yes, but you got to add another personality. You add um, he's added Mister Midnight, Mister Knight. Mister Knight is more like a is like a. Detective. Oh, okay. So, All right. Uh, and we, so we see Mr. Knight in the second episode. So long story short, uh, which is probably too late. So Stephen Grant is uh, still uh, one of the characters, but instead of a uh, millionaire playboy with lots of gadgets, he works at a, uh, uh, a museum in England or somewhere or another, I guess, right? He has kind of right. a funny accent. We... <laughs> Uh, he looks in a mirror and he sees himself. Ta- he talks to himself. That's how we see these dual personalities, and that's kind of interesting. Uh, but the the mercenary one comes and helps save the day, 
and stuff like that. Uh, again, it plays really heavily into the Egyptian stuff, which I'm a little bit less interested in. Uh, but, uh, yeah, overall, it it's, uh, probably represents the modern-day take on Moon Knight a little bit more. I'm just less interested in that. So I'm not saying it's horrible. I'm just saying I don't know if I'll finish watching it. Yeah, I think you should finish watching it. <clears throat> I don't know if I can stand four more episodes. It's six episodes. I, <laughs> no, I can't stand four more episodes of that funny yeah. accent. <laughs> you can do four more episodes. That ain't going to kill you. Well, and, and apparently that was all um, – uh, What's his face? No, what's his face's idea? Whatever uh, the actor's right, name is. You have to have the English accent. Yeah. But uh, it's weird because they're making it. Mr. Knight's not another. Um, no. It's persona. just a different suit. It's just, yeah. Yeah. He's the um, the Stephen Grant. Uh, it's why he. Knight. Yeah. And, and the. Badass Moon Knight, the Batman Moon Knight is Mark Spector. Right. So, and there's I mean, no Jake, like, Jake Lockley in the TV show so far that we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. So the the Mister Knight, which the the costume's cool, it, he's going to be the the goofiest one of all. So like that's that stuff's out. That's never <laughs> right. Right. Uh, it's. It, it's not. It's definitely not like your normal Marvel show. I mean, it's it's way more comedic, and honestly, you don't see you haven't seen much of Moon Knight at all, right? In either of the two episodes, you know. Um, I don't not like it, but it's not. I, I could see people uh, tuning in, expecting to have like that kind of you know paint by numbers superhero story, and right? Like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious just to see. I mean, we're only two episodes in. You know, uh, people didn't turn on Boba Fett until episode three, right? And so I'm curious as to if, if at people what point will people on turn on Moon Knight? Yes, yeah. episode. So yeah, again, it's just sort of less interesting. I and I, and in a, it's weird in an attempt to make it more interesting, I guess. In a way, it's sort of like, okay, I mean, again, I I might like something more than the paint by numbers, but at the same time, it's like, ugh, this ain't it. I don't think this is it. Podman well, Ryan. Now, now, we've discussed that it's not the Moon Knight we grew up with, and, and let's take our listeners back. The Moon Knight we grew up with is more like a Batman character, especially in the in the early 80s, where they just kind of touched on the, the split personalities that he had. You really weren't even sure that he had any type of superpowers because back then Khonshu was just a statue and it was right. like, he just thought he was, you know, and they, and they play that up. They'd say, you know, you're just imagining that you're getting these powers from the statue. You know, you're just imagining these powers. They're not real. This is just, you're, you're, you're just relying on the statue. The statue never talked to him or anything like that. Never appeared before him. Um, and like we talked about before, Stephen Grant was a millionaire, you know, and, and Jake Lockley was his, like, you know, Matches Malone, which was Batman's identity to go right. out into the underworld and, and, and talk to the underworld. Um, uh, a secret identity Bruce Wayne would use to, to, to go undercover with, <clears throat> with bad guys. And uh, so Jake Lockley was like that. 
uh, for Moon Knight, and then you had, you know, Mark Spector was the the real persona, was the real one. Right. I I think they had to change it around because, for one, I mean, they didn't want to go too much like Batman, and and over the years they have really developed all this Egyptian crap. Right. Um, they really doubled down on it um, with. You know, his with Conchu now appearing as a, you know, he's like a bird, he's got like a skeleton head of a bird. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a cool looking yeah. uh, uh, character. Um, but that's who who comes to him now and talks to him is more like a voice in his head all the time. Um, and, and it's kind of a, to Brian's point, it's kind of a comedic. I mean, Conchu's kind of the comedic uh uh, character here, right? I, I kind of like Con. Yeah, actually, he's my favorite part of it is when he's because he just tells them you're an idiot. Yeah, you know, like the idiot again. Yeah, yeah, and I kind of like that. I, and I kind of like that they they've kind of simplified the split personalities right now. I, I think we'll eventually be introduced to Jake Lockley, but they've simplified it because, like Brian was saying, you have um, Mark Spector. Well, when he summons the suit which is not what he does in a comic book but in tv show when he summons the suit he's in the official garb of the you know conchu's knight or his fist but uh when stephen grant does it you know he's all proper in english like an englishman so that's uh, kind of a cool little take on that you know he they're just kind of keeping it simple between two split personalities instead of three or four or five or whatever right now well I think joshua Joshua had a good thought on it. Like, and he was before we watched episode two. He was like, "I bet you in episode two, they show you the perspective from Mark Spector, everything that happened in episode one, but from Mark Spector's perspective." And I'm like, right. "Yeah, that'd been great, right?" And that would have been kick ass. You've got to see, okay, this is all the weird stuff. You established the 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 um, the uh, split personalities. You've got your 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 funny stuff in, but now let's show. How the hell did he get to like, right? You know, wherever that country was. How did he get to? You know, uh, showed all the stuff. The, the inter- and honestly, you could have done it where it's like, you know, you could have fused the two episodes into one. You know, and gotten the the, the whole thing. the actual, yeah. you know, the action side of it. But uh, which would have been great. And then you'd you'd have balanced everything by having a, almost an entirely action episode uh, and a serious episode. To, to offset the the comedy, they didn't do it. We we're still sticking with the the Stephen Grant right the, character. That's You're not getting character. the badass. Yeah, yeah. They so. need to, they, they need to lean more into the 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 Mark Spector stuff. But the reason they're doing that is Stephen Grant is your. You know how usually in these superhero movies you always have yeah. your outsider. You know your. He's the eyes of the viewer. Right. He's, yeah. And, and but now he's the split personality. He's the eye of the viewer, and he's the hero. So it's it's not working very well because they're they're focusing too much on him. And, I mean, and another thing, Marvel's kind of doubled down on on all these, even in the comic books. Now it's everybody's had a person before them that's had the mantle before. You know, it's like Iron Fist. There was. Numerous Iron Fist before, Ghost right. Riders, or numerous Ghost Riders before, you know, 
phoenixes. There's numerous, you know, everybody now, there's always been a character before. And, and they, you know, now <clears throat> Ethan Hawke's character was the fist of Conchu before Mark Spector was. So. Oh, was he? Is that, did they yeah. reveal that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I missed that too. I missed that one. <laughs> That's how much I'm paying but, attention to it. <clears throat> Which makes sense, I guess. But I mean, it's just, God, it's how everything is now. Everybody had a press of, Gotcha. Pre- pre- anyway, I didn't. Buy it. I think it's gonna. You know, I, I enjoyed both episodes. I, hell, it's better than the Captain and the Snowman, or whatever the fuck that show was earlier. Captain and, and the uh, Snowman. What Fal- Falcon. Falcon? Captain America and Mrs. King. Yeah, yeah that. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it better than that, and I liked it better than Loki. So wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Not as good as Hawkeye. Not as good. Nothing's as good as Hawkeye. They, uh, so, at what point do they tell the origin of them, or do they even bother? Not yet. Can we I think they pause will. for one second? Not as good as Hawkeye. Hawkeye is based on the Matt Fraction run that PMR hates. Of course, yeah, yeah. But loves the show. He loves Jeremy Renner. That's why. No, I do he, not like. Him. He thinks like Jeremy, Jeremy Renner is the most exciting actor in uh, the twentieth century. Oh. <laughs> I will say I was wrong about that lady. I mean, she was good. She oh. did. She did. <laughs> that, that lady, you mean Kate Bishop? Yep. Haley Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah, man. <laughs> great man. Haley Seinfeld's a great little actress. She was great in Bumblebee. She kept killed off Bumblebee. the Transformers. God, which I don't understand. That. People love that movie. Bumblebee. I don't know why yeah. Well, it had, it had John Cena, didn't it? It had John Cena, and it was the best-reviewed Transformers movie uh, today. Oh, wow, that's a but for some that's reason, a mouthful like right there, Brian. <laughs> that's a mouthful. <laughs> that's the best Transformers movie review movie today. <laughs> Two out of five. <laughs> that's still the best. <laughs> still the best. No, All right, it, any... made like a, it made like a ninety. Well, Ron Tomatoes. Ninety-four. No, I like the first Transformer movie. I don't care what anybody's. Wow. He loves his Michael Bay. That's a great segue. That is. All right, before we do, so Moon Knight, uh, what do you guys think? Is, is, is it worth people to even bother watching it? I, I yeah. say no. Oh, Brad, I'd, you watch it again. You, I'd say if you've come you this far, that, you might as well. Yeah, Brad, you watch all that crap all the time, and then you you, know, then you need to watch a good superhero movie every once in a while. So I would I, like to watch a superhero, good one superhero movie or TV show. I can't find one. Come on, come on. <laughs> I'm not against a good TV show. Moon Knight's not the one to quit on. Like, yeah. if you were going to quit the, the MCU, yeah. the one you quit on was uh, either The Eternals or, or uh, Black Widow yeah. uh, or uh, the uh, uh, Captain, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, ne- I, ne- I did not finish watching that one. I did quit on that one. That's that's where you should have just quit. If you've made it this far, All right. Moon Knight's not, I mean, he's no uh, Iron Man. <laughs> no. Uh, my my only other thing about Moon Knight is you really have it. they don't really talk about the blip or anything. You know, everything's just kind of like. There's no connection quite yet. Yeah, there's really no MCU connection. You know, I mean, just, the, I don't know. You really don't know if it's in modern time, this 2024, which right. is what the is in and or or something else i mean it's just 
I don't know. Well, uh, before we get to the Michael Bay, I know when uh, TV land, uh, talking about what time is it, it's Picard time. What time is Picard in? He's a time-traveling old fool, right? Uh, he's in 2024, actually. Well, <laughs> the worlds are colliding here in Picard and Moon Knight. They're both Before, British. Yeah. Or, uh, they're both, I guess uh, French, whatever. What is Picard, French or British? He's he's French, but they actually get into that this season. They kind of got into it a little bit. Why they he has a British accent? Why he has an English accent, yeah. Okay. But I think it's, uh, you know... Well, nobody asked. Nobody cared. Very <laughs> the questions nobody wanted. To nobody cares. Nobody. <laughs> the nerds care. All right. So, why? What's your beef with Picard, Podman Ron? Oh, there's so much, so much. <clears throat> uh, this season is better than last season. It but was. That's not it was much. better. The first episode. It was good. I, I I actually enjoyed the first episode. I was like, oh man, this is going to be good. But then, you know, we had to go into the woke Uh-oh. part of Star Trek, what is Star Trek now, and the evil INS agents who, you know, <clears throat> just uh, ICE agents who just pluck immigrants off the street and beat them down and send them back home. It's like, oh, my God, y'all, really? I mean, this is – anyway, I just – I don't – I don't care for the wokeness, you know. I, I just <laughs> I don't care for the wokeness. Uh, I mean, what would Gene Rod- What would Gene Roddenberry think of all of this? Right? He would. He would probably make a, a woke Star Trek nowadays, right? Yeah, but not. I mean, there's woke, and I get there's there's true social issues out there, and I don't mind. I mean, of course, address those like the original Star Trek did. But the difference between the original Star Trek and today's Star Trek is they. I mean, they just beat you over the head with it now. I mean, it's like, where back then it was just subtle. I mean, it's it very subtle. It was so subtle. Frank Gorshin, yeah. half Frank white Gorshin. and half white. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Me and Brad are really well, I mean, immediately the exact same thing. Uh, Frank Gorshin, the white. What do we do about black. this race war, Gene? <laughs> I got an idea for an alien. I'm black on the right. I got an idea. <laughs> it's subtle. <laughs> that was so subtle. <laughs> So, so here we got. Let me go back to like the second episode. They all, all right. go back. They go back in time. Yeah. And they're in 2024, and Rios, who's who's the the Han Solo ripoff, which I kind of like the guy. I, actually, I like the actor. I like his character. You know, it was kind of cool that first episode. Like he's he joined the Federation. He is the captain of the. Stargazer, which was Picard's first command uh, before the Enterprise. So, and now Rios is was the captain of the new Star Bla- uh, Stargazer. I liked all that. I mean, that first episode I thought was really, really cool. It was really strong. And then they went to the past, and you know, he gets he goes to a clinic that's run by a Hispanic lady. A hot Hispanic lady. She's very hot, and they probably give each other lovey dovey eyes and all that. And it's all good. But then the the main the main ICE agents break in and start arresting everybody. They got no papers. They're from the future, right? Or one of them. Well, well, no papers. So of course they arrest. I mean, it's like 
Can you explain? They're just not just deporting people just for the sake of deporting. I mean, they, they act like they're just rounding up people and just sending them back. And they're just, and these agents are so like dastardly mean, you know. <laughs> well, you're well, here's, I mean, it's just over the top. Here's what he's leaving out. And this is, this is some, of the, some of the plot development, which kind of makes sense in fairness. It's a free clinic for uninsured people. Right. So ice keeps hitting it, knowing that they're well, going to catch a it's few. It's like a it's like a lint trap. Like all these un, all these undocumented immigrants, when they need medical, they're going to this clinic. So they they keep raiding this clinic over and over and over again. And because it's a you know it's a it is what it is. A, yeah. I mean, there are laws in the country. If you don't like the laws, then get your congressman to change them and just open the borders and let everybody in. But until those that changes. But anyway. Anyway, I digress. Anyway. So now Rios is on this bus to go, you know, to be deported to Mexico. And, like, they crash the bus and just beat up the guards and let everybody, all these people escape. And I'm like. What? Well, all these, which is. Which is fine, I guess, but now these guys that are escaped are all like, they've now committed a crime. They've escaped from custody, so that's a charge against them. So if they get called again, that's good. they're going. They know who was on the bus. They're going to get super deported. Super duper deported. They're going to drive them further back into Mexico. <laughs> like what's going to happen? Not just, just across the border. I just, it was just a little bit too much. You know, it's like a little bit too I, much. Yeah, too much wokeness. All right. I, but that's not the that's not my main issue. <laughs> but that, that's not that you haven't just, even gotten to the main issue. That episode's issue. My main issue is this now. For, oh God, this has gotten really out of hand. So Picard is in the past. He's finding out that Q is trying to change history, and the way he's trying to change history is Picard's great, great, great daughter. I don't oh, know. No. What the fuck. no, no, not granddaughter. It Grandmother. Would be, Grandmother. Oh, okay. Yeah. She she is going well, to... Her name is, is Renee Picard. Her name is Renee Picard. Which is kind of cool. She is going to be on a mission called the Europa mission. But the thing is, and it's a famous mission, but he had no idea she was going to be on it. I mean, it's like, he's like, oh, he doesn't know. End. He doesn't even know yeah. anything. I mean, mm-hmm. this is supposed to be a famous launch... But it wasn't. Know that it's your ancestor on it. I mean, that's the weird part. It's like he finds out that it's that's my ancestor. What? That's a famous, you know, that's the famous Europa mission. She's got to be on that. But okay, she's got to be on it. Why didn't you know that she was on it to begin with? Yeah, you think he would know that? Well, Well, he's named after. I mean, his brother, I guess, is named after because his brother was named Renee and. Renee Picard, uh, so I mean, it makes no goddamn sense why he would not have <laughs> known that she was on that mission. I mean, if this mission is so famous, why would he not know that she was on it? That well, makes- he, you're you're misremembering part of this. He Please did, me. He, I knew, don't- he said when he did his his uh, speech in the first episode at, at uh, Starfleet Academy that Picard's had been in Starfleet for generations and, and he had an ancestor that was on 
and he references this mission, right? He references the mission, but in episode two or three, they have to go look up and see, well, what was special about this mission? Because they're taking her out of place. Something she does is super integral to the timeline. Uh, and what it is is she finds, uh, on the Europa mission, she finds some, um, uh, oh, what's, like, an, like an organism that uh, they think has consciousness. Okay. It's a, it, they find a bacteria that she thinks has a consciousness, but that's it. I mean, she's a footnote at best in history. Ah. So she's not famous. It wasn't a famous mission. It's there. They have to go back and go, well, what the hell, you know, what was the Europa mission? What would be special about that? So they don't know that that's, that's PMR, uh, a misremembering part of the episode. Um, but it's kind of integral because I have a theory around that. Please continue. Okay. My other stuff is the whole thing about, and I don't know if Brian, you've hit on this since you hadn't watched the last episode, but Brent Spiner's back as Doctor Noonian Song. Yeah, but it's an ancestor of Noonian Song, so he's like he's <laughs> everybody's like an a, ancestor. Oh yeah, he, this guy's like a, <laughs> a uh, Tesla. You know, he's like a okay, uh, yeah, a big inventor. Of, well, he's a genetics, and his he's trying to create. Uh, thing to cure his daughter, who looks just like the daughter that Data invented a robot of in the future, because it's played by that actress. So huh. it's really, you know, it's so it's Brent Spiner playing this. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's even Noonien Soon, isn't it? No, it's not Noonien Soon because this, well, they call him Doctor Soon. Yeah, but it's his ancestor, you know, because okay. everybody has that name and looks alike. This the genetics. I guess he had sex with his mom or something because he. They all just look alike. Everybody looks like Data. I mean, you know, weird. I don't, that's weird. Well, I, he is a geneticist, so maybe he uh, does that intentionally. Well, you know what? That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know. It's just too, uh, especially if his daughter's going to die. You know, like which they're kind of. Like, well, it's kind of hinted at this last episode that he's cloning his that she did die and. All he's been doing is cloning her, and ah. they keep dying. And this is like they—they they, kind of hinted at it. So, so I don't could just be continuing to clone himself. So. This episode is just—I like these characters. I just don't like this writing. And 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 this, I didn't even need started about the the chick that got possessed by the Borg Queen, and which makes no goddamn sense either. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. So. <laughs> So, so the new, the next generation people that are coming aboard. What are what's the uh, storyline there going to be? They just all get together. Just get together. I'm hoping they'll do like what I said earlier. Get a, like a renegade mission and go off and good, do good stories. And you know what's what's bad is like I don't I don't dislike any of these characters. I like these characters. I I didn't like the little teenage Romulan or whatever that kid was that. Who's dead right now? But you know that's one of the reasons they want to change the, the so he'll come back to life. But but I like the cast. I mean the cast is great. I mean uh, the Rios guy's great. Uh, I like the Allison Pills character. Uh, I, I kind of like everybody on this show. But I don't know. Just this writing is just all over the place for me. It's, well, and you've missed a couple of things too. Like so. Uh, we don't know Q's motivation, but what Q's basically doing is he's trying to get Rene Picard 
off the mission. So he's trying to get her to to drop the mission or get removed from the mission because he doesn't want her on this Europa mission. And he's showing it. And so, like, they, the reason they figure out he's there is because they show video of her talking to her uh, psychiatrist. And Picard's like, I know that voice. And it's and it's Q, right? Um, but something's going on with Q's powers as well. Like, he can't, he can't totally control his powers. And huh. he's trying to convince he can't. He can't just make her not go. He's having to like, like, kind of manipulate to convince her not to go because he doesn't. Something's going on with with Q. Like Q's dying. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, you know, this is his last thing. But that kind of brings me full circle. Uh, just like in the first episode where Picard, you know, happens to mention he had an ancestor. <laughs> yeah, they, the Picards have always been, you know. Uh, in Starfleet and captains and that sort of thing, uh, they all then they also mentioned that the Picards had, had to leave France during World War uh, Two, and they didn't return to the Picard estate in France for hundreds, a couple hundred years. Oh, okay, but he still owns it, right? And it's still a vineyard, right? Because Rene had it, so um, that's why he has it because they they. They migrated to England for gotcha. hundreds of years. Okay. Came back. Uh, so that's his accent. But the uh, PMR, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but I think the reason why um, Q is trying to manipulate stuff is not so he can make the world dark in the future. I think he's trying to manipulate it because that, um, uh, whatever it is, the, the uh, fungus or uh, whatever she finds, I forget what they said it was, uh, but it's sentient. It, it it is. It's Q. It is Q. Uh, like, uh, yeah. and so, and that's why his, probably his interest in Picard is all these years. It's because yeah, the, she was she, she his ancestor it. is the one he's tied to the Picards. Wow. But like eventually that evolves into Q millions of years in the future. And so he's he's trying to go back and, and do something to prevent her from finding it, uh, to because if he can prevent that, then he can continue to live. Like something happens in that, and that's why he's dying. Okay. So. All right. All right. Maybe I'll, that'll I'll, make it up for you. I'll stick with it a little bit. What are your thoughts on that uh, that theory, Kimar? That's a good theory. I like that actually. All right. They won't do it because it's actually a good idea. Yeah, it'll be something stupid, like, you know, was wanting to be mean or something, you know. Any time you come up with a good idea, they're not going to do it. They're just going to do something totally different. And now this is, now this is which one of, like, there's how many Star, let me, how many Star Trek shows are there nowadays? There's like four of them? Well, there's live action. There's this one card. There's that. Discovery and there's soon to be Strange New World, which premieres I think next month or maybe later this month, and was which is the Captain Pike show, which is the Enterprise before Captain Kirk took over. Gotcha. It's May fifth. It's when it comes out. And then you've got a cartoon show called uh, Lower Decks. Has, has that already come out or no? It's Lower out. Decks on like the third season. Oh. <laughs> And then you've also got uh, Star, 
Star Trek Pop Prodigy, which is about Starfleet, and it's got Janeway on it, but it's all CGI. It's like a kid. Yeah, it's all CGI too. They're trying to do like they're like Clone Wars and Star Wars has been doing with gotcha. you know. I heard Lower Decks is not that bad. It, it kind of Lower Decks kind of takes place in the what would be now kind of Picard's time. Well, no, no, I take that back. It takes place like around like five years after the last Star Trek movie, I believe. It takes place between then and Picard, sometime around then. It's the problem with that show is you can tell they want to be Rick and Morty, but they can't. <laughs> Either they they're not smart enough to write it yeah. uh, as well as Rick and Morty, or Paramount's like, ah, no, you can't do all that. Like they've got too many handcuffs on, but it just kind of falls flat. So. You know the I mean right now the I don't know if y'all have ever watched the Orville with the McFar- uh, Seth MacFarlane, but that that's actually a pretty good show. Is it? It's it's kind of like what track. You know, Star Trek used to be in the 90s. I mean, it kind of, the storytelling is like that. Even, even the props and the special effects are like that. But uh, they they add a little bit of humor to it, just okay. enough to, you know, to make it a little bit different than Star Trek. And uh, I don't know. It's, I, to me, it's much better than all the shit that they've coming out with with uh, Star Trek recently. Um. Star Trek Discovery, it's in, uh, I think this is the fourth season. I'm, I'm almost through with this. I've got like two episodes left. Did you watch that, Brian? I've not watched it. Whew. That uh, last season really turned me off the show. This season's a little bit better, but it's kind of like, God, I've, I've probably already pissed people off with my last thing with the, the whole wokeness, but You've got. Let me go for it. Double down. Yes, so you got Burnham as the captain now, but she's got her boyfriend who's Booker Bookman. What is his name? Booker. I can't. Booker. He's 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 on the ship, and you know they they they're trying to make her be the strong captain, but every time he's in like any scene with her, I mean, she like, she swoons. I mean, she's like, well, I mean, she just reverts back to like, I don't know. It's just awful. It's like, she just, she's like a schoolgirl with a schoolgirl crush on this guy. And it's like, God, y'all, what are y'all doing here? I mean, this is, this is terrible. I mean, quit making her like, act like a schoolgirl around this guy. And every time, I mean, eventually, this is just, it's just, these characters are just terrible on this show. There's just like nobody likable on this show at all. Which one is that? Discovery? Discovery. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And Tilly finally left. They got rid of Tilly's. Oh, did they? Yeah, she's teaching at Starfleet Academy. So there was this one episode, it was, it just cracked me up where like, Burnham had to do this like rescue thing and she could take one person with her and who do you think she took? Yeah. Would it be the, you know, maybe a security officer? No, it's Tilly who (laughs) is a little overweight and uh, would not be the person I would take. 
not because she's overweight, but I would take a security guard, not the 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 person who navigates the ship. I mean, <laughs> That's like going down to the planet and just uh, let me take science and uh, doctor and a couple of random people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you? That's the Kirk, that's what Kirk would have done. Gotta make this. Kirk would have always brought some red shirts just for uh, human shields. Well, yeah. yeah, of course. He was he was smart enough to do that. You know, he'd take a couple of security. The red shirts were security. You take the red shirts with. Always take a red shirt. You know, he t- he would take the science officer. He'd take a doctor in case he needed a doctor. He never did. He ever take the communications officer? No, he didn't no. take the communications. Didn't need to. Didn't need to. Did he take the engineer guy with him? No, he, he didn't take study sometimes. No, very rarely. Oh. Only on shore leave, or if there was a reason to take Scotty. What about the one where Scotty, uh, the whole Jack the Ripper thing with Scotty? It was short. He was on shore leave. Was it shore leave? Yeah, they were on shore leave. Uh, all right. He, all right. Got drunk in a bar. Yeah, got whenever there was drinking, he would take Scotty. <laughs> yeah. Scotty was his drinking buddy. <laughs> I guess it was. You're right. Yeah. Was it a, if it was a rescue operation, he takes the, the helmsman. I'm going to take him. What? Makes no goddamn sense. Anyway, that's my beef. That's my beef. All right, my just... beef with Star Trek with Podman Ron. Jeez. I mean, that's that's a disappointment, I'm sure. Strange New Worlds looks pretty good. Podman yeah, Ron doesn't want to relive that those memories. No, I, I, they've already played those. They don't even need to go back. They need to just go forward. Stop going back in the past. All right. All right. Oh, well, we did some, uh, Kirk. They've cast Kirk for Strange New Worlds. Yeah, he doesn't like that. I don't started on that. No, no, that's about Kirk. William Shatner's Kirk, not some skinny, scrawny guy that looks... Good-looking, skinny, scrawny guy. Good actor. Uh, 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 Has a range. Well, that's, uh, no, that's disappointing. You you were a long-time Star Trek fan, and you finally get an entire streaming service devoted to Star Trek for the most part, I know, and, and it, it all sucks. Yeah. It all sucks. Yeah. I mean, I'll, that's I what happens. I like, I like the ship. I like the special effects. I even like the captain if she would quit being a, you know, losing her shit every time her boyfriend walks Quit acting like a schoolgirl. It's like, God, you're a captain of a ship. Quit acting like you're, you know, got a crush on this guy every time he walks in the room, you know? I can't believe they actually got rid of Tilly. Like, if the, I feel like three seasons in, now you get the message that everybody hates Tilly? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you know what? Don't, don't hate me, but I didn't mind Tilly. Oof. Tilly's the worst. She's <laughs> That's his humor. She was. She was. She, was Tilly Tignataro? She's the no. human Melix. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of got that joke. I like Tilly. No, Tignataro <laughs> is the. I'd say is the gay doctor, but everybody on the show is gay, so I don't know. She's just the doctor. She, I, I swear to God, I'm, I'm not kidding. There, you got. She's gay. Who I'm, is? Uh, Tignataro. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. She's great on there. She she reminds she's me... She's probably the best thing, yeah. I she love reminds, uh, She reminds me of a female Dr. McCoy. She is... Yeah. Um, you've got the the engineer. He's gay. you got the doctor. He's gay. He's married to the engineer. Then they adopted... They took on this... When they went to the future, they 
took on this girl who's transgender who is now in a relationship with another transgender. I, I'm so confused at everything right now. <laughs> the, future is, the future is crazy. <laughs> that character, what? That character <laughs> who they quasi-adopted is she's not a minor. He's not a minor. Like, they're not a minor. Like, they're 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 like uh, in their twenties, so it's like, I don't understand why. I, I don't I don't know what. Well, just she acted like she was a the one that came onto the ship. Acted, they acted like she was a like a teenager or something. That she was like interning with them or studying them or something. And then she was talking about this this I don't know girl guy that you know that was in her subconscious and then they created a body for her that's like Picard's body because they referred to Picard's body in the past and made her a body like Picard's and brought her back. Oh, it's so confusing. So, um, not my Star Trek. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. Just... Again, Podman Ron, I'm, I'm thinking maybe you ought to come over to the dark side with me and kind of start watching stuff other than these uh, science fiction and superhero shows. Because they're, they're only going to disappoint you, Podman Ron. They'll only disappoint you. I just, I just don't want, I just want action. That's it. This is action. I want mind action. All right. Well, I think that's... I'm not that shit with what... Brian says in Picard is because I was probably half asleep because they talk so goddamn much. Yeah. Jesus Christ, how much fucking speeches can you fucking have? It's Star Trek. That's all they ever do is talk. Oh! That's true. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of action in the original. Oh, bullshit. The original TV shows? (laughs) Yes. You watched any of them lately? Yeah, they are pretty boring. No. (laughs) Brian, are they? Yeah, lots of discussion and, and conundrums. <laughs> yeah, a lot of conundrums. In a, con- in a conversation. Well, they did it right. They did it right. I mean, I'm, I enjoy them, but they are boring. They're not boring. Are you kidding me? All right. Well, on to, uh, away from the boring future to the exciting today. Brian, we mentioned this a little bit earlier, but Michael Bay, you love a good Michael Bay movie, uh, and you just can't stay away from Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Bay in the top action movie of the summer, <laughs> Ambulance. What's it called? Ambulance Driver? Just Ambulance. And just <laughs> I'm not sure if it's L.A. Ambulance or Ambulance L.A. Or, ah. They're really big about it's like the word ambulance comes oh, okay. up and then, and then it like LA. fades out and then you just see LA and I'm like, is that part of the name? What is he doing? Or is he gotcha. really want you to know this is set in LA? Well, I mean, you, you had me at, uh, you didn't. So anyway, tell me, give us a synopsis of ambulance by Mike, a Michael Bay film here. <laughs> what could be, what could he do to make this exciting? I mean, it's Michael Bay. So <laughs> it sounds it's, horrible. Uh, it's essentially speed uh, uh, combined with kind of the rock a little bit. Okay. Um, and he name drops all of his other movies. He mentions Bad Boys. He mentions The Rock. He, In he the movie? All these other Michael Bay. 
the movies. So, okay. um, but the uh, it's set. It's a. It's a. Uh, um, you've got uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and his brother. There, his adopted brother. Uh, it's uh, Will Sharp and what's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's name? I, Chris Sharp. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. The um, basically one is like. Uh, uh, he gets adopted by Jake Gyllenhaal's father, who's like a gangster, mm. and they grew up together, and he gets out because if he stays, he's going to end up, you know, uh, um, going down a bad path. So he joins the military. He goes on several deployments. He comes back with a purple heart. He's married. He's got a baby with some with cancer. He can't get um, uh, insurance companies to pay no. for the treatments and stuff. And so it's uh, his brother says, "Hey, you know, he needs like two hundred thousand dollars for this uh, operation." And Jake Gyllenhaal's character, his brother, says, "Well, we'll come with us on this. On this, uh, uh, I'll get you more money than you can you can deal with." And oh. their plan is they're going to rip off. Uh, there's a some sort of big money movement thing happening, and he gets wind of it. Uh, uh, and and uh, there's going to be thirty-two million dollars cash at this bank. Okay. For a, a, a bank out of time. All right. And so they're going to knock off the bank. They're going to knock over the bank, but it's right across the street from LAPD headquarters. Ah. So uh, they go in. Everything goes sideways. Everybody in the crew gets killed, but those two uh, in the skirmish, an officer gets shot. They send in an ambulance to pick up the officer, and they hijack the ambulance ah, to get out. That's where the ambulance comes in. That's where the ambulance comes in. So it's it's them in the ambulance with one of the paramedics. She's trying to keep the cop alive, and they're riding through the streets of L.A. Uh, but it's not like they're – they immediately, almost immediately, the police know that they're in the ambulance, but they've got two <laughs> hostages. So, they're, so they're, the they're chase is on. Through. The chase is on through L.A., um, and uh, lots of uh, action sequences. It, there's there's a level of this that's also like 24, like the you know the right. TV show 24, where it's like, how did that run out of gas yet? Like that's where sort of stuff is happening. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's got action. Uh, PMR is looking for action. It sounds like that's right up PMR's alley. This is the film. I, I mean, it's, I, kept, I was sitting there, I was like, as, as much unbelievable things that are happening, I'm like, this is still way more plausible than, than Fast and the Furious. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is clearly more plausible. The, um, but yeah, lots of, uh, lots of mayhem throughout the film. Crazy sequences, and uh, uh, the... Uh, when you watch the movie, you, you get to a point in the film because it's like two and a half hours long. Oh my god, that's horrible! <laughs> I mean, this would have been a tight ninety minutes. It should have been a tight ninety minutes, and then been yeah, done. yeah, it would have been probably a perfect movie. But uh, it goes on for like two and a half hours, and uh, there's you can there's scenes where it's like clearly he's just like it's like uh, he's he's in his playbox. All right, I want two helicopters. Uh, I want to be in the L.A. River. Um, and just bring me a camera. We'll right. see what happens. <laughs> like, it doesn't, like, it's even, like, edited weird. Like, it's like, it doesn't explain why they were doing that huh. or, or why the helicopters left, but it was a cool scene, and it immediately, like, 
uh, like knee jerk uh, uh, shoves you into another plot point and without explaining why the hell that even happened. He literally, they go, turn down here, go into the L.A. River. And they go into the L.A. River to draw out the helicopters. And so the helicopters come out, the helicopters are, are flying by them and everything, and uh, then they just leave the river. But And the helicopters <laughs> stop following them for some reason. <laughs> no no explanation why they did it. or But, uh, but yeah. There's things like that throughout the film, but... Uh, Oh, uh, so what would you give this movie? Oh, I'd probably give it a two. Solid two. two. Out of five. All right, but but sounds but, like something Podman Ron may enjoy. Just mindless movie. It's considerably better than the last Fast and the Furious film. All right. Well, that's not hard because that one really sucks. And 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 on par with. Uh, it may have more action than the Fast and the Furious movies. Wow. What? No way. Just an ambulance? So, no no ambulance rocket trap to it? Like uh, the Fast and the Furious did? So, just saying. PMR, this may uh, scratch your itch. Wow. I'll have to wait till it comes on HBO Max. <laughs> Attaboy. That's what I like to hear. Jaw-dropping special effects. You know... When is the uh, Batman coming on HBO Max? Next week, I think. Oh, yeah. I'll eventually get around to watching it. All two and a half hours of that craziness. Watch that first hour and you'll be fine. Okay, I think that's probably all I can stand. Best movie ever. Best movie Uh, ever if I watch only an hour of it. Well, you know, the thing that that is going to become readily apparent to you is if Batman is a detective, He's a terrible detective. They spend way too much time in that movie on that on that flying rat riddle. Oh, <laughs> like they really do. Then for like forty five minutes, they can't feel like figure out this riddle about a flying rat, and then they keep getting the answer wrong. Hmm. And it's so it's Batman and Gordon going, "Yeah, that must be what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is." And the penguin's like, "Are you idiots? No, that's not what it is." <laughs> oh, what's it? Well, I bet it's this. Yeah, that's got to be what it is. And somebody else is like, no, that's not the riddle. Part is just terrible. Like, I mean, they're so stuck on this one riddle about a flying rat. Truly, this Batman wasn't exactly the sharpest tool in the world. I thought he was supposed to be the best uh, detective ever. Uh, this was supposed to be a detective story, but Batman... Batman he should ain't good at it. Okay. Yeah. Good at it. Wow. I don't know what gave him credentials just to walk into crime scenes because he wasn't very sharp. Well, Gordon did. And think about this. Gordon's bringing him into the crime scenes going, yeah, he, he knows his shit. He's good. <laughs> Which makes it so weird when they're trying to figure out this bad flying <laughs> rat riddle. Like, the kid's good. I'm telling you. It's good. I mean, it's the Batman that doesn't do anything. I mean, he doesn't catch anybody. He doesn't catch any bad guys. It is. It's the uh, it's the Indiana Jones. It's the Indiana yeah. Jones theory. If you took Indiana Jones out of Raiders of the Last Ark, everything still happened the way it would have. <laughs> uh, the same thing with this Batman. If you take Batman out of this story, everything would have happened the exact same way. Wow. Yeah. He saves some people at the end. That's about it. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was just, it was just stupid. It was... That oof. I mean, five out of five. Five out of five. <laughs> five out of five. I uh, yeah, I will. I'll eventually watch all of it. I'm sure. 
I really want to go see everything all at once, whatever that is. Everything everywhere all at once. I was going to go see it today, but then I got sidetracked. Uh, but that's the, uh, again, that's the only thing that looks exciting. I can't stand the way she talks. Ugh, that Michelle Yo. I just cannot. She just, I can't. Has she been in Discovery this season? No, thank God. I'm not a big Michelle Yeoh fan. I love Michelle Yeoh. Oh. I just... Yeah, I want to see everything everywhere all at once. And I took the kids yesterday morning to see Sonic 2. Oh, how was that? It's fine. Yeah. Sonic, Sonic 1 was actually not a horrible movie considering Yeah, it wasn't. Was. I mean, it's on par with Sonic 1. Okay. I mean, it's it's Jim Carrey just chewing yeah, scenery sure. the whole time. So... You know, one of the blessings, the only good thing about Alex growing up is I don't <laughs> see the awful fucking kid movies anymore, which I used to love. Don't get me wrong. When, we, when Alex was a kid, I would take him to go see every kid movie, not because he wanted to see them, because <laughs> I wanted to see them. But <laughs> somewhere along the way, they got terrible. They made somewhere along, uh, some long, terrible. Somewhere along the way, when you turned 40, they got terrible. So, somewhere along Jacob's fifth birthday party at Beverly oh, Hills Chihuahua. God, that was the worst. <laughs> that was the lowest of the low. It was Beverly Hills Chihuahua. That's pretty Well, cool. that's also the... Uh, oh, God. <laughs> so, Jacob's birthday party, Jacob, born in October. And so, you know, that's like a lull for movies. You know, you got summer movies, then you get the, the Christmas stuff kind of right. starts in November, but Jacob was, you know, October. Like, so it's... It'd be like you're trying to find a movie in February. But that, the idea was he wanted to go see a movie with his all his buddies for his birthday. That was all that we had to choose from. But we went to the theater, and we, and we bought the tickets, and then they had a little party room for after the after the, uh, the movie. And so Jacob was five, so what was Alex like? Eight. How old Alex now? Wait, Jacob's, Alex is 21, so. And so so Alex would have been like 10 10 yeah and so afterwards all I get to hear is PMR bitching about that movie Jesus Christ <laughs> and it was bad oh, I mean what you, I, he was I offended love, at such a level considering not that not that the five year old wanted to go see it he was just that wasted my time what the hell's wrong with you, Jacob? Did you pick this movie? He, he would not let it drop. I'm like, it's a five-year-old birthday party. No. Nope. PMR was the smirch. I can, I can see bad movies. Because I, I love to see I love going to movies. I love going to movies. The whole movie experience, I enjoy it. I could not shine this turd up. I mean, wow. it was, I mean, I ate popcorn just to try to make me feel better. But it's like, ugh. <laughs> This movie was so goddamn terrible. Which I wonder, it, did you want us all to Lopez, leave? wasn't he in it? Huh? Was, George Lopez was, uh, was the main character, I think. Oh, so <laughs> What did you want us to do? Did you want us to pull off, like, have all the all the five-year-olds leave the theater? Wrap We're it up. <clears throat> Wrap it up, kids. This is not good. We, what was playing at the other movies that were playing? We could have picked something better. There was nothing else. I'll go look. But Scream long story short, Great. PMR would not let it drop. No. And then we go into the party room. <laughs> and uh, so I'm trying to, like, you know, 
we're trying to, me and Tanner were trying to manage all these kids, you know, and, and, and make sure they all got their, their goodie bag and the presents are put up and we're having to talk to other parents because, you know, all the parents are there. It's not like they're going to just drop them off for a five-year-old birthday party. And uh, so we're doing all this stuff and I hear, uh, PMR telling, uh, uh, joking with Alex about, you know, Jacob should just shove his face in the cave. <laughs> <laughs> he his face in the cave. And then Alex is like, yeah, that's a good... And they're, they're laughing about it. And and Jacob looks up to Alex. And so Alex tells him to do it. And damn it, if Jacob didn't shove his entire face in that cave. So me and Tim are like trying to like talk to these parents and get the <laughs> presents and get the kids seen and stuff. And then suddenly our kid's head is buried in the birthday cake. Because PMR and, and Alex put him up to it. So now, now we have to try to salvage the cake. And our child looks like a lunatic to all these other parents. <laughs> An embarrassing day for everybody. Especially Beverly Hills Chihuahua. That was the worst embarrassment of it all. Well, and, and that was the day Tamar almost punched his ticket. Not Jacob's. PMR's. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Worst so, birthday ever. Huh? Worst birthday yeah, ever. Was, PMR said that is the worst birthday party ever. Yeah, he loved it. Oh, he thought it was hilarious. So like we're like, oh my god, and I'm like, Jacob, and then PMR's like cackling. I didn't want no cake anyway. I mean, I had to. You know what? I was just trying to save that birthday party. Yeah, trying to make it entertaining because yeah. that movie sure wasn't doing it. <laughs> like, I don't want. I want. I don't want Jacob to be known for you know that bad movie with all his friends. Yeah, I wanted him to be known as that kid that ruins the cake. <laughs> yeah, there's a kid that that made, made sure nobody else got any cake. <laughs> all cake, mine. Yeah, I mean, what was that? That had to be what 2010. It was 2008. So, here are the movies that were out in October that we could have chosen from. Uh, disaster movie, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, Max Payne. There you go. Uh, What's wrong with Max Payne? Rachel Getting Married, Let the Right One In. Ah, I love that The one. Right One. Vampire. Yeah. Max Payne. There you go. That was your answer right Zach there. Zack and Mary make a porno. <laughs> <laughs> Tropic Thunder. We could have taken them to see Tropic Thunder. Oh, that's, oh. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm looking at Max Payne. Wasn't that a kid's movie? No. Is that Wahlberg? It was, uh, it's R-rated uh, Mark yeah. Wahlberg based on a video game. It's a shoot 'em up <laughs> game. Yeah. So, all right. I don't remember that. Don't remember that. Well, all right. Can we talk about? I, ha, I had an epiphany earlier this week, and I'd just like to get PMR's opinion sure. real quick on it. Uh, I uh, picked up NECA, the toy manufacturer. He got some really cool toys. They uh, they make collectible editions of, of toys, and I picked up a RoboCop from NECA, and. It's cool. He's got the gun in his leg, Ooh. and there's like a little trigger mechanism where the leg opens, it pops out, oh, pops cool. out, and opens up. Yeah, it was a really cool toy. 
And I grabbed it, and I and I was uh, messing around with it. I was like, you know, this is interesting that PMR loves robots, right? This robots. But I've never heard him talk about RoboCop. Does not like RoboCop. I mean, no. But think of the robots that PMR likes. He likes to have domed heads and lights and stuff like that. They gotta look like a robot. RoboCop is you're technically RoboCop's not a robot. He's a cyborg, right? He's not a robo. Technically, RoboCop is not a robo. Oh, he's a cyborg. So he's not really a robot. PMR does not like cyborgs. Cyborgs are not robots. They should have called that Cyborg Cop. I think that's the, oh, the, the trauma cool. movie. I got you. Is it called Cyborg Cop? Probably. And there's probably an asylum movie called Cyborg Cop. You know what? I've never, I've never gotten into RoboCop. I watched the first one and I was just like, eh. eh Second eh. one was good, written by Frank Miller. No, 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 just can't. No, just okay. fair enough. Just kind of dumb. Just kind of dumb all the way around. It's a little satirical. I enjoyed it. Now, if they made a robot. Robot cop. Robot robot cop. No cyborg, just robot. That's different. Have they ever made a full robot cop? You never go full robot, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we had (laughs) cops that fought robots and run away. Yeah. With Tom Selleck and Cynthia, what's her name? And, uh, Gene. Why were all such robots? I will say that the new Star Trek Discovery, now that they're in the future, Star Trek has added robots. Oh, they finally have robots. Okay. They have robots. They oh, got that's little, good. Uh, little service robots. And they look pretty damn cool. Huh. Wow. I will say that. Finally. Well, uh, Cooler than RoboCop? Anything's Robo- cooler than RoboCop. Uh, RoboCop, uh, RoboCop is not going to cut it. RoboCop looks pretty cool. You know, uh, Robo- I got to keep that movie. Ugh. Yeah. You ha- I don't understand how you hate that movie. RoboCop got pretty decent. Yeah, the first movie was, I thought everybody loved it. Wasn't that Dennis Hopper? Um, no. What, that directed it? No, that starred in it. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, Dennis Hopper did not star in it. No, are you thinking of Toby Hooper? Who are you talking about? Peter Weller. Peter Weller. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dennis Hopper and Peter Weller. <laughs> I thought you meant Toby Hooper directing it. It's like no, I, I think that was Vanderhoof. Did no, Kurt Smith play it? Well, we need someone to speak like PMR in here quick. I, I could. For some reason, I was thinking it was Dennis Hopper. Okay. He'd be good. <laughs> Put him in yeah, there. it came out in 1987. You know what it's got on Rotten Tomatoes PMR? What? A 90. RoboCop? Yeah, people Robo-Cop. love RoboCop. It was a great uh, satire, right? Have y'all watched it recently? No. I think it still holds up. I think it still holds up, too. Yeah. I mean, it's no... I mean, did they, didn't they make, like, four or five of them? They made three. Yeah, and then a remake. I never saw the remake. That was not great. And then they, uh, it's basically Michael Knight, isn't it? I mean. Yeah, it's pretty much. Pretty much. Knight, right. Yeah. He was a cop, got shot. 
They rearranged the space and put him back out on the road. Yeah. No, he. Well, they didn't. So, you know what's interesting about <laughs> Knight Rider is they, uh, if you watch that first episode, the, the, um, Michael Knight, the, uh, the dad, the, uh, the guy that owns Knight Industries that dies. Mr. Knight. Yeah, Mr. Knight. I don't know. Moon Knight? Yeah, I wish. The, um, but, uh, he, he cuts Michael Knight to look like him at that age. Okay. But Michael Knight never once tries to, like, re-engage anybody from his prior life. <laughs> would you? I, I was say, if you I, had yeah. a chance to st- do it all over again, Brian, would you? <laughs> if everybody thought I was dead and I got this sweet-ass transaction. No, I would not I look not. back. Hell no. Brian. You're getting strange everywhere like Michael Dice did. Yeah. See, Brian's more like RoboCop, where he did yeah. keep obsessing yeah. about his family, who yeah, thought he, he was to dead. Go back to his family. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, yeah, Michael Dice didn't give a fuck. No, you know? that's, yeah, well, Michael Dice, the hero we need. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking RoboCop just cried over and over about his family. Yeah, it kept Ooh. creeping her out, actually. Uh, he creeped my ass out. That fucker was always there. But Michael Knight, nah. Mm. Speaking uh, of, uh, we probably need to post this somewhere. But uh, did you guys watch the uh, the video I sent out? I did not. I saw you did send something. What was it? Ooh, <laughs> Tell me about it. I don't want to have to watch it. What video? Okay. Uh, David Hasselhoff. Uh, this it's a video. It's a music um, video. Yeah, I saw that from his. Uh, from his album Kung Fury, <laughs> but uh, called True Survivor, and it is a thing to behold. What year did this come out? Uh, I think this one came out in like 2016. I mean, it's old, but I don't know how it hasn't oh. made it into the uh, into the cultural zeitgeist before now. That's bad. Eh? It's. Uh, have you seen the uh, the video? I'm watching it now. I'm now fast forwarding it. Through. <laughs> yeah. Seen enough. You can't fast forward it. You gotta watch all these crazy ass. The moves. Uh, the sweet moves he's got. Well, this is pretty cool. This is like 78. Yeah. It's, uh. People love it. <sighs> people love it, PMR. People love the people it. People that have seen it. Get ready for a whole new way of life. That's pretty bad. So, in the word uh, Mac on uh, Always Sunny, that's that's pretty badass. Pretty badass. So yeah, that's my uh, what. I, uh, there's my, what I'm looking at. Uh, I've been watching this cut, this uh, <laughs> video, uh, David Hasselhoff video on right. on repeat. Oh, uh, now true survivor got, from the now it's got to go down a rabbit hole of 18 clips. I don't know how that happened. Uh oh. Here's B.A. Baracus jailboxing. <laughs> Whoa. Mr. Right. T action here. <laughs> hey, I love Mr. T. Who doesn't like Mr. T? You gotta be a goddamn con. I met Mr. T when I was, uh, like, let's see. I did, too. I met him at Eckerd's. I met him at Toys R Us back <laughs> in 19. 19- that's, I was there. That's what I meant. I was there too. He just went down the aisle with, 
How are you doing? Yeah, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, they blocked off the aisle, yep. the far, the far uh, yep. right aisle from the door, and he, and he walked there, and then across, and then into the stock room. There was two times in my life my dad was disappointed, looked so disappointed in me. The first was uh, when I was too fat to play football. That <laughs> of the game, I wouldn't make the weight. That was the first one, and the second one was when I made him go see he was. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't him taking you to go see Spider-Man at Eckers. <laughs> the look on his was face. Was it at Eckers? Was it, was it Spider-Man at Riches? No. no. Was the Hulk was at Riches? Yeah, no. They no, called Captain, me. Captain America, Spider-Man. They no. All. The Hulk was at Cobb, it was at Cobb Center at, at the Riches at Cobb Center. I didn't see him. I saw Captain America at Reed Drugs, and I saw Spider-Man at our scenes. Remember that, Brian? Sings a uh, little gas station. Gas station. I don't remember Spider-Man being there, but I remember seeing. And uh, and then uh, that's the only two. And then Mr. T was at Toys R Us. And Dad brought me over there. And, yeah, I was there for Mr. T. <laughs> and literally, you know, we got there, and like you said, Brian, they had that whole. They had each aisle capped off, roped off, and you had to stand behind that line. And they literally walked him out, and he just walked down the line and just went. How you doing? How you doing? Good to see you. Good to see you. And that was it. Probably made a solid hundred bucks that day. A crisp hundred dollar yeah. bill. It was, so it was that far out. They had that one aisle where it was like all the, like where you pull the tickets, kind of like the, the service merchandise. You'd pull the ticket from the playground or you'd pull uh. the ticket from the power wheel or whatever. And that one aisle. And so, yeah, you, if you came in, you took, you take a right and it was a far right aisle and he went oh. down there and then across left and then into the stock room. And that was it. And, uh, yeah, he, well, Christy was on my dad's, my sister was on my dad's shoulders. And he went, this is what I remember, he went, hey, little darling. And then he just walked on. Wow, like, look at that. that was oh, a, hey, little hey, little darling. I'm like, she doesn't know who you are. It's me. Me, me Mr. T. Notice me. So after, I, after he did that, I turned around and my dad looked and just shook his head like. You ready to go? <laughs> yes, I mean, he's just like. I ain't buying you shit here. I ain't buying you shit. <laughs> you stupid fuck. Because I was like, oh, man, Miss T going to come out and shake all of our hands. He's going to talk to us and tell me a yeah. good, you know, life story. But nope, he didn't. Tell me to stay off drugs. But tell me to stay off drugs. Get me off the marijuana. How many people do you think were there that day, Pimar? I'd say about 50, 75. <laughs> I, think, I don't think it was more than that. Wow. I think so, yeah. A big turnout. I mean, I mean, it seemed like every aisle, because they had all, every aisle, you could go, you know, they were open. It seemed like every aisle was full, And but I was up there, I was in the front of the line, and that, I could see, like I said, when I turned around, I'll never forget his look of disappointment. <laughs> I mean, down the, down, down the aisle a little bit, and after <laughs> Mr. T pretty much ran by, <laughs> I saw that. On the way there. I bet he's going to drive up in a van, Dad. I really thought. I really thought we were going to. You, know, he's you, think he bring, you think he's bringing Hannibal with him? <laughs> well, honest to God, I, not, I knew he wasn't going to come shake all our hands or anything. But I really thought he was going to like stand there and talk to us for like you know ten, fifteen minutes. And how you doing today? And, but no, I mean he literally practically just ran down that yeah. aisle. It was crazy. Like he was funny it, that we were there the same fucking day, man. It, it, it 
the whole thing, he probably wasn't in that Toys R Us six minutes. Yeah, <laughs> if that long. I mean, I, I I often wonder did did he have something else to go do? I mean, was how many guest appearances did he have that day? They probably, they mean, probably drove him all over town that I, day. He had like you know fifty Toys R Uses to hit or something. Well, no, it was the grand opening of that Toys R Us. So, I mean, there couldn't have been other Toys R Uses he had to hit. But I wonder what else he was doing. Fucking the ladies, I guess. Yeah. Laying the pipe to the ladies. Mr. Uh, T-Style. You know what? Those were good days. Good times. Don't have times like that anymore. All right, so what do you guys got coming up this this week? What's that? Here's a deep cut that Uh uh, that some of our listeners are remember. Do you remember when, uh, well, when the Burger King would come around? Just in around the store? Did you ever see the Burger King? Like creep around? (laughs) Like the Burger King, like... We had this whole thing in the 80s where you'd have Mc, Ronald McDonald would be at McDonald's like, right. like a couple of times a year. The Burger King would come around to Burger King, and I remember the Burger King showed up, and he had like a carriage sort of a thing, uh, and they would do like you a didn't dream. And, uh, you didn't dream this? I don't remember no, a no, carriage. No, the Burger King would come. Dude, look it up. There's, there's a rabbit hole for you. Look it up. The <laughs> That's King a fact, Jack. Make appearances at Burger King. Yeah. Right? And then uh, Wendy's, to get on with it, because they had Dave Thomas. Or another guy. Wendy's, they started doing water slides. They had, like, a water slide thing. Where a water slide would show up at Wendy's on certain days. Okay. Where, which fucking Wendy's did you go, John? I never saw a Wendy's. With a water slide? This is the Wendy's. Uh, this is the Wendy's over on uh, uh, what's the South Club Drive? No, 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 no. What's uh, Bankhead Highway? But it's not Bankhead uh-huh. Highway. It's Bankhead Highway, like in Mableton. All right. Okay. Right sure. That would anyway. But uh, but yeah, I remember that. The, my dad figured it out because we didn't have whitewater passes. <laughs> My dad figured it out to where he had like the calendar of when the water slide was going to be where, what Wendy's it was going to be at, and when. And so, like that summer, we hit that Wendy's water slide like six times. Wendy's water. Come on, kids! Put your swim trucks on. We're going to Wendy's. Next weekend. Grab a towel. We're going to Wendy's. Have a party Oh. Also, go look it up. The Wendy's water slide. The Wendy's water slide. I had never heard of that. I've you may end up on the porn side, but go ahead and look up Wendy's water slides. Yeah. Uh, you, see, you know, the, the Burger King, the, the, the commercials that were popular for right, years the ago, where it was the guy in the big burger. That's the guy. Like, there was a guy <laughs> that was the Burger King, and he looked like that. He didn't have the big, I mean, it wasn't. Right. It was just, guy, a, like, yeah. It was a guy that looked just like that, and that right. was the Burger King. Right. I have vague recollections of that occurring, I guess. Just like Ronald McDonald showing up. I, or... have, I, I have recollections of the man the, in TV commercials, but... But not in real this... life. Here's, here's another one for you. I watched the documentary. Toy Galaxy did a documentary on Al. And it was cool because they're like 15-minute little documentaries. Like, uh, But they did one on Al. And I didn't realize this, but... The, there's the ALF TV show, but when ALF would make appearances, the creator wanted everybody to act like ALF was really an alien from Melmac. 
Okay. And so if they had him places, they wouldn't address the puppeteer or they wouldn't address the guy that did the voice. They would always have to address Al as Al. Did you guys know that? Hmm. So like if Al was on, you know, the Tonight Show, right? Then they had to they had to address Al as Al. Oh, Whenever okay. there was a um, Tina Fey produced a, uh, I remember the Golden Globes several years ago, but an Al made an appearance, and she like made comments about they had to do so much. To, like nobody could see them. They had to have like a like a they had to have a stage where hmm. they were below everybody and popped up and then disappeared and, and they had to be whisked away. But uh, the way the set was made for the show was they had a, the set was four feet of, uh, higher right. than the actual floor, um, and so the actors uh, it was it was a, a a hazard for the actors at all times. They could just walk into a into a, a, a chasm that was made for right. Alf to pop up on the right. show. But, uh, but yeah, Alpha was made to be addressed as if he was a, a real alien Interesting. from our planet. All right. They really got into that. it. I didn't know that, but I'm watching these Burger King commercials now. Yeah. And did you know there was a robot called Robot? Like, Yeah. A they had a Burger King robot. Huh? Yeah, of course they did, fool. Of course they did. He was a cyborg. <laughs> I don't think it was a robot, right? It was half robot, half fries. <laughs> it was powered by milkshakes. Here in a second, you're going to get on the uh, um, uh, they, uh, Dan Cortez Burger King commercials. <laughs> you can suck down that rabbit hole. <laughs> God, look at all this shit. All right, I'm sorry. Talk. All right, well... You watching video, YouTube videos of Burger King commercials? Is I'm gonna look up Wendy's water slide. Anybody want to look up? Yeah, Wendy's? go to Pornhub and look up Wendy's water slides. Hey, uh, what are you guys got coming up this week? Nothing. What's uh, uh, Moon Knight? You watch Moon Knight? Moon Knight coming up. Uh, you know what I want to watch? I think uh, when I can take a break from work. And, Settle down. Is I, I want to watch that show called We Crashed. Okay. Um, with Jared Leto and uh, Catwoman, and, and Joker Hathaway. and Catwoman. Yeah. My uh, nope. my wife watches it. She's enjoyed it. Oh, does she likes it? Yeah, she likes that in Severance. She loves Severance. What is? I, I, I'm trying to look at the thing with Severance. It just does not look. It's, it looks too confusing. Yeah, I, you know, I can't do confusing. It's going to be spelled out. Yeah, it's not I'll a lot of action watch. in it. Let me tell you that. I'll probably watch Severance. I, uh, I told Brad this the other night when we had our uh, our uh, aborted uh, <laughs> podcast when P. Market and show up. I've been watching um, uh, The Righteous Gemstones. Oh, that's a great show. I, I, I went through all of those. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. great show. But it reminds yeah. me of, and I, we've talked about this, I think, on the podcast before, but... Uh, uh, you know they've got like the the amusement park there on the camp on the right. campus, but it reminds me of Heritage USA. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Brian's got some great stories of Heritage USA. Yeah, Brian used to be part of that. Well, I, my grandmother did. No, don't don't. don't no, 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 no. You, you need to save that for another episode, though. <laughs> it had nothing to do with me, but yeah, we can go down and reminisce about Heritage USA. That's that's a rabbit hole to go down. 
like all the stuff they had at that place. It's the best water park I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> Next to Wendy's. Next to Wendy's. Wendy's. Well, I was going to say, what do you got to compare it to? Wendy's and Heritage USA. We went to Whitewater. We've been to Whitewater. What do you think? We've been to uh, Typhoon Lagoon at Disney. Like, uh, oh, okay. So you're saying Heritage USA is better than Typhoon Lagoon? It's better Disney? than Typhoon Lagoon at Disney. Wow. Like, I, it was, I find that hard to believe. Now, considering my grandmother probably had to donate, you know, upwards of $30,000 in 1989 yeah. uh, to get us that vacation. God. But uh, it was it was a hell of a water park. Wow. It was a hell of a vacation. Did you ever run into uh, Tammy Faye and Jim Baker? No. No. No, they didn't even do like a. I don't even think they did like a through the 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 tapings and stuff. (laughs) Did they do a Mr. T walkthrough? Oh, if only that would be fantastic. Yes, Heritage USA. All right, all right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this two-hour fiasco up here. (laughs) Best episode ever. Best episode ever. Two hours. If there's any listeners left. This is, what? I don't know. He, he's still stuck on Estelle Getty, I think. Poor Estelle Getty. Poor Estelle <laughs> Getty. I miss her. She was so funny. Dad? It's Estelle Harris. Harris. Who the fuck is Estelle Getty? Estelle Getty is uh, from Golden Girls. <sighs> See? I got <laughs> that old lady. I got it right. Close enough. Close enough. She's, she was, Estelle Getty was the Where's the Beef Woman. No, no she wasn't. Oh. <laughs> I didn't get any more views. Back when they the had the water slides. Talk about water slides, that old lady. <laughs> that, you know what? I remember that old lady's name. What was her name? Y'all know it? Uh, Estelle huh? something. No. What was it? It's Clara. Clara. It was Clara something. Peller, Clara Peller. Oh, okay. I know that. Let me see if that's right. I I know it was Clara. God damn! I can't I can't remember where I put my keys half the fucking time. I can remember shit like this. Where's I'll the lady? Clara Peller. P e l l e r. Yep, she was a, she was a mm-hmm. hot one. She was funny. All right. Was funny. All right, well, maybe something exciting will happen next week. If not, it may be another month before we record again. Oh, uh, we got more now. Yeah, we got nothing, Podman Ron. It's a dry season. It is a dry season, but but maybe uh, maybe we create some stuff to talk about. We got more. No, we, all, we can all go watch a movie Ugh. and all give our, uh, our opinions of that film. We you can know, watch, uh, uh, I mean, we let Brian talk about Heritage USA. Like yeah, that'd probably be interesting. Right. We could bring the streaming wheel back. I enjoyed that segment. Yeah, well, yeah. There you go. Yeah, bring that back. We ought to bring that back next week. Just for the dry season. Mm-hmm. You'll save the hump. All right, very good. We'll, we'll try that and uh, take a trip down the water slides of Heritage USA. But until next time. Save it for the podcast.